the best damn sports show on stereo, the Young Black and Bothered Sports Desk. I am your boy Q, and I am not Dak Prescott. Oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> the heat that I have for oh my goodness. Uh, y'all y'all will see me as the show progresses. We'll say we'll 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 get there. We'll get there. We are going yes, we are going to get there. Oh my we're going to get there. You see the title of the show. How about them cow? Oops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh boy. I am joined. Um, first, before I introduce everybody, um, everyone, I want to introduce now who is officially now a co-host and no longer a guest, but you officially a co-host. I'm going to start off with my great little brother, Malik. Tell me who you are. What's going on, everybody? My name is Malik. I am the younger, better looking brother. Thank you. <laughs> um, in addition to that, or I'll let you guys figure out who I am. I haven't. I I'm a football team, and I haven't made the playoffs. And who am I? Uh, first of all, hmm. this football team you're talking about won the NFC. I know you got to put it in parentheses, but we won the NFC East last year, and and pushed Tampa Bay to the break. With a guy wow! Who was the starting? Oh, we had an out constellation prize now. Who ended up? Who ended up being the starting quarterback this year? Taylor Heineke. Thank you very much. Anyway, I'm going to now we're the constellation prize. The other two voices. Oh Lord! I'm the other two voices that you all look at tonight, and they are. What's good? Oh, it's Lou. Uh, good to be back for another week. Uh, some, talking some NFL playoffs and how shitty they were. Yeah, it's just going to be a fun whole night. Isn't it? And Greg is on mute because his team is playing right I'm now. Here. But I'm I am here, and I'm honestly this week I'm the Arizona Cardinals. Not feeling too good. Not looking oh. too good. But you know what? I'm here. I'm here. Don't know what the fuck they're doing here. Um, and again, I know we're doing introductions. Kyler Murray is proving why he shouldn't be MVP or in the top five. I've been saying this for the past five weeks for homeboy. This shit is egregious. You play this team at least twice a year. You know the scheme. I understand you're in not, LA. Not at play. least. Not at least. They play them twice a year. Can I get my shit off? Can, can I get my shit off? Don't mind. Thank you. So when it go, comes go, to go. my my squad, um, I want to address something before somebody says some shit to me. Um, yes, we talk shit about Dallas because Dallas is the only team in the NFL. Actually, you know what? I'll even go an extent. Dallas Cowboys are well, they're fans. More specifically, the DMV area. I don't want to speak for all Dallas fans. Just for the Washington D.C. area, Virginia, sometimes Maryland, if they're around. So. The Dallas Cowboy fans here are the loudest until they lose. They're already at home. And no disrespect, they had a very good season. They had who was supposed to be the comeback player of the year. Uh, Actually, I'm lying because that's Joe Burrow, but you know what I mean. But when it comes to the Cardinals, my issue with them has always been their run defense. 
it's terrible. But it's no excuse when you're not running the ball. Kyler Murray's playing like shit. He looks like fucking Jameis Winston in Tampa right now. It's that bad. It, it is fucking, fucking bad. But I, I need to address something because somebody's going to listen to this podcast tomorrow, whenever it comes out. And her, her name is Heather. So I have to go ahead and say her name out loud because she was a Dallas Cowboy fan. And she attempted to address me, Q. And I want you to go ahead and attest. How long have you known that I've been an Arizona Cardinals fan, Q? Ever since the day, ever since the day we met. <laughs> okay, so I, I, I want to make this crystal. Clear. I, I, I want to make this crystal clear. Anybody who claims a team that has not won a fucking Super Bowl in since what nineteen forty seven, you kind of take their fucking word for it. I've been here through the mud, ladies and gentlemen. I, I don't want to like Kate Ford. All I'm saying is, I was challenged to say, "Well, Greg." You go to Washington football team games. I heard you go to Niners bar, you know, to the Niners bar, which I had to clarify. There's no Arizona Cardinal bar. I'm literally one of maybe 17 black dudes in D.C. who have ever seen root for a Cardinal. So there's that. The Niners bar situation, we've addressed it here even last week. We don't go because we like the Niners. We want to see them beat Dallas, absolutely. But we go because of the atmosphere. On top of the fact that at least my team does not have a bar local to D.C. Cue my line. No, doesn't. Okay. So, Ben then came to terms about the Washington football team. This is what we don't do. The town that you're from, I feel like you should not disrespect. If you're from fucking Pittsburgh, you can like the fucking Raiders for all I care. Don't disrespect the team that you already know you live here for. So, when I told such person that, hey, that's my grandmother's team, she died, and she gave us lifetime seats and things like that, right? You, you've been to these games. We've parked in those parking lots. We've gone and went to those games, tailgated those games, right? So what we don't do, and I don't want to like disrespect the dead or something like that, but when you know people go to games because they got free, like free tickets or something like that, it's okay. But when you've never, when you go to Dallas and you have to spend three thousand dollars on, you know, the weekend, and your team loses, because trust me, this friend, it happened to them. Every time they go to Dallas, Dallas loses. Starting to think that whenever they go from D.C. to Dallas, that team loses. But every time they come to, you know, the Washington football team or, you know, FedEx Field, ironically, like, they never go see those games. But you live in D.C. I, I, I really have a big problem. Wait with a minute. Game. So it's, just, it's just, just, just hold on. And I, this is my last point. You, you, prob- you probably know who this person is, but what really pissed me off is the fact that I asked a simple question. You being from your town, when your team comes to your town, what is so bad about your team that you won't go to see them play at the stadium currently where you live at? Like, Lou, like if the Steelers, like, say, for example, you obviously are a Steelers fan, right? Mm-hmm. You, you like the Steelers. Yes. Love them. I understand some people go and, you know, they might go to fucking Cleveland to go see them. But you're telling me you, you've never gone to see the Steelers at the Steelers Stadium? Uh, it's funny you ask that. I have never been to a Steelers game mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I take that mm-hmm. back. I take that back. I did go to a Monday night game against Buffalo in like, I don't know, early 2000s. That was mm-hmm. the only Steelers game that I've been to in Pittsburgh. I've been to two other mm-hmm. ones, but they were at away stadiums in Detroit and Cleveland. Okay. 
So, well, okay, I I get that. I don't want to derail the conversation because it's almost halftime. I will say this, though. Arizona's going to lose this game because of Kyler Murray. Make that crystal clear. He is going to lose them this game. The the Mickey the the fucking uh the Pac Man running and shit trying to get through zones is not going to work. Not tonight. Not in L.A. I'm counting this as a loss, and it's only the first half. And the reason I know this to be true, only reason I know this to be true, is because the Rams are not letting Matthew Stafford fuck this game up for them. Take that for what you will, but it's the truth. When I say when I look at the Rams. Yeah, when I look at the Rams' offense, they're like, you know what? Keep the ball out of Matt Stafford's hands. I don't give a fuck if you have to run it 72 times. Don't let him throw it because you know what's going to happen? If Matthew Stafford throws the interception, Arizona's going to be like, got him. They went, oh, now we got a game because Matthew Stafford's showing up like the Matthew Stafford we know. And right now, he looks like he's having a good game. He had a, uh, what is it, a a running touchdown, and then he threw one to uh, Odell Beckham, right? Yeah. But the defense is what's making this game. The issue is if they get tired, which it doesn't look like because it's Arizona, they play them twice a year or according to you, they definitely play them two times a year. Matthew Stafford has not fucked up yet. Matthew Stafford not fucking up means one thing. They're going to win this game. The moment he does, though, different story. Now, let's get to the elephant in the room. Q's little brother, Malik. I have to say this. Dallas was supposed to win that game, bro. And I'm sorry that they did not win that game. I apologize because I went hard on your team and my team's currently getting spanked right now. So I have to, I have to feel what you're feeling. My issue is this. Just last week, you guaranteed a win. Dallas was guaranteed a win. And I want Q to start the show here. I don't want to talk about wrestling or NBA, none of that shit. I want to start. Okay. That, um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Q. Hold on. No, 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 no. Let me get this off because I want the show to start here. I'm, my, I know we got the docket. It has to start here. And Q, I'll ask you as well. Was that okay. Dak run in the top three worst plays in NFL history? I'm going to give you read my mind. You read my I'm going to give. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you an example. I'm going to give you an example, and I'm going to take it, and I'm going to mute myself for at least thirty minutes. The Seattle Super Bowl, instead of giving it to Marshawn. Oh take it for what you will. I'm on mute. It, it, I, it's, I, it's, I, go, go ahead, Q. But I, I'd like to rebuttal after this, please. Go ahead. Okay. So I, I will say, in terms of in terms of playoff history. Uh, and bone, like in terms of boneheaded playoff uh, plays in the history of the NFL playoffs, Seattle not getting the ball to Marshawn Lynch has to be the worst play of all time. The worst play of all time. I'm I'm gonna second that and say Dak running a quarterback sneak when you have 14 seconds left and that. Last series of plays, not even going towards the end zone, going towards the end zone, has to be the second worst. The second worst. I don't know what Kellen Moore or uh, Mike McCarthy was thinking 
you're down six. They were they it was almost like they would they thought, oh, we're we're only down three. Let's let's let Dak run the ball, get us closer so we can get a closer field goal attempt to tie the game. Now if that wasn't the case, you were down six. You needed you needed to you needed to get those in the end zone. I was just gonna say I was at work today, and one of my uh, one of my buddies that I work with, uh, we were just talking about the game and you know playoffs in general and everything, and we brought that same exact point that Greg just said and that you just said. I said that that was the absolute worst play call in history, and he said that number two was the Marshawn Lynch non-run in the Super Bowl. Uh, I blame Mike McCarthy for that 100%. Now, if he's going to call a QB sneak, like you said, 14 seconds on the clock, no timeouts, why are you going to run it straight up the middle? At least try for the sideline. At least try to stop the clock. I, I have no idea why they would call that right up the middle. It, it makes absolutely no sense. So that's all I got to say on that. One of the, the top two worst playoff plays. Okay, Malik, this is your team, your squad. What do you have to say? Uh, when I look at it, I don't think it was a play call. I think it was opportunity. Uh, it might have been actually. I don't know. I don't think. No, I don't think it, it was that it. bad. It was a design play. It was a design play that it wasn't just that, like scrambling, you know, and scr- you know, yeah, scrambling I'm just to, just I'm to escape. Now. I'm looking at it now. I just think, I, good, um, okay. I just think, I just think, you know, I, I think we all like to look at one play, and uh, and I think that. It's not really that one play. It's the turnovers. It's the not only the uh, accumulation of turnovers, but the the timing of them. It was the worst timing. We're getting big plays called back because you know offensive line is holding. you know we're getting so much negative penalty yardage that it's hard to win a game like a playoff game at that. And uh, I don't think I never think it comes down to one play, and I don't think the play mattered at the end of the day we, we deserve to lose that game. when i look at it and i remember i said that <clears throat> early on i said that we don't deserve to lose this game look how we playing we playing like shit like we're playing like the bad news bears at the point we can't get offense going we did get something going but if you look at the turnovers i mean the turnovers but the penalties and just the timely we, we, we were we, you can't win a game like that you don't deserve to win a game like that in my opinion so you're saying that the Dallas Cowboys were Delaware clams, huh? <laughs> I mean, they were. I mean, they were. They were shit, man. I will say this. I will say this. Yes, um, the penalties were. Yeah, moments killing. But also, the Dallas was the number one of the number two most penalized team in the entire. National Football League this, this uh, in the regular season, so it's not. I mean, you're right. But, like, you know, we should have one day. It just happens that that one day was could have been the difference. Could have like if if Dak got out of bounds, if Dak instead of giving the ball to to his center, 
to Zach Martin. You get the ball, but you find the ref because the, because the ref has to touch the ball in order for it to be snapped. And he's an NFL um, player, and he's a quarterback. He should know that. He should know that the the ref umpire, whoever, has to touch that ball first. You know. So you know, it, you know, look, I'm, I'm with you 100 percent that we shouldn't be looking at this based off of one play. Uh, we need to look at the talents of the game. Um, Absolutely. And in and you look at the game in totality. Yeah, Dallas did not deserve the win. Did not. They played like shit. They played like shit. And the only reason they got back into the game was because Jimmy Buffalo threw an interception. Mm-hmm. It's the only reason. San Francisco's defense was, was lights out. Zeke and Tony Pollard couldn't get shit. They were flustering and frustrating Dak all game. But as we see, and we know in the playoffs, a turnover can change everything. Um, so, like looking at it in totality, Dallas absolutely did not deserve it. <laughs> they didn't win, <laughs> um, but um, but you look at hey, why'd you say that? Again, you had a, you had a you had a chance, and like Dallas had a chance. If one better ball, better ball, um, better clock management, and two. Smarter coaching. Why the hell are you running a quarterback sneak? You got 14 seconds left. That's two, that's two shots at the end zone. Did, did you hear what Mike that's, McCarthy said after the game? He said... Oh, no, no, yeah, I did. Yes, I did. One yes, of the I reporters questioned that. him about it. And he's like, would, yeah, you, rather, he would you rather run a 50-yard horizontal Hail Mary... Or run it to the twenty, and then you know you could have your guys running sideways, and stuff, you know, uh, east west or whatever. So I mean, I mean, and that's fine, and that's right, and that's fine. And even he, like, he even went further and said, "This is something like that type that play that that play is something that they have brain in practice." So it's not so you know, in in his view, they've seen that before. It, it wasn't just. Oh, I mean, I'm going to be Joe Judge in his third down. I'm at the 15. I'm at the 10 yard line. I'm running the quarterback sneak. I get that aspect, right. but right. like you got to think of think of it. You at the they was at the what the 30, 40, or the 30 yard line, 40 or the 30 yard line. <laughs> that's not a bad now. That's not a bad Hail Mary distance. Oh, and oh, you mean before not, before the QB sneak? Yes. They they were at like the 50. No, they were at the 40. It was at the 40. So they had time. And I think it, that sneak happened on what first down? You got three you got three chances to throw it towards the end to throw it to throw it towards the end zone. I mean a 40 yard we've seen him raise from 65, 70 yards. A 40 yarder, you can tell me that. That couldn't get, get that in, couldn't get that towards the end zone. Even if you, even if it's just a twenty, a, you know, a twenty yard chunk, and you aim for the sideline, you get the, to get out of you know to get out of bounds and stop the clock. Still, an opportunity that was taken away going for the quarterback sneak when you don't have, when you don't have no timeouts, and it's fourteen left. That that's what I'm. 
that's what I've been saying. Why run straight up the field? You what? You go out of bounds. Go towards can I, out of bounds. Can I? Can I also add one thing that I didn't realize until someone told me today that you need three seconds in order to spike the ball, and they knew that when he looked up at the clock. So you already knew that you didn't have that time. The game was lost then. You have to have three seconds in order to snap the ball because you have, you know, the issue is Dak grabbed the ball and instead of going and handing it to the ref, he went and tried to huddle up. You can't do that. You have to give it to the ref. Giving it to the ref, he would have ended up having at least one second left on the clock. And they could have spiked them. Exactly. But, you know, for me, I still think Dallas is, I'm sorry, Q. No, I was just going to say that I still believe that Dallas is a really good team. They are an absolutely good team. I'm just sick of every team in the league leaving it to these fucking refs because, truthfully, 14 fucking penalties is egregious. 14? Are, are we shitting here? Like, what? 14 penalties? Are, like, that's not right. Something, that's not something has to change in the offseason. Yeah. You know, 14 you know, penalties is too much, man. You're absolutely right on that. And then, you know, we're going we're gonna to get to the rest in a second because uh, Jerome Bogerstein uh, royally fucked up a call in Cincinnati um, on Saturday. Um, but speak to that. You know, the, the NFL playoffs is like the showcase event in sports here in the United States. Everyone turns in to the playoff game. Not so much, you know, people may forget parts of the regular season, but the playoffs, people are paying attention. Mm-hmm. Eyeballs are on the screen, whether it's on the TV screen or on, or on whatever device you're using. To, to, to have the officiating being that, being that fucked up. And right, 14 penalties, 14 penalties. That, that's egregious. That's just egregious. That's bad official. You, you know, you can blame it on the team, you can blame it on the offensive line, you blame it on the coaching, on the coaches at time, but that should, come on, it's the playoffs. You, it's, it's not like the NBA playoffs where you got a seven-game series. It's not even like the NHL, the Stanley Cup playoffs where you got a seven-game series. It's one and done. NFL is one and done. You lose, your season's over. You win, you keep going. And it should not, it's like, you know, stuff like that shouldn't, like, the, the, the outcome of a ball game, football game, and the NFL playoff game, not be in the hands of the refs. It needs to be, in, it needs to be like, what the players are doing on the field. And, like, the refs are supposed to be basically in the, you know, in the background. And when they're at the forefront, especially on a bad call, that's a bad look for the NFL. A terrible look for the NFL. They can't get out of their way. They can't, they can't, they can't get out of their own way to be officiating. And that has been a season-long problem. They ain't just like, you know, hey, we got the, we got the wild card weekend. That's been all season, all preseason. Last season, the season before, in 2019, the officiating has been, has progressively gotten worse. Each year since 2019. And, and, and like I said, in the playoffs, it should be what the players on the field are doing, not 
a bad decision from from like from someone wearing zebra zebra stripes. All right, I'm done talking about Dallas. I got some more heat for them later, but moving right along. Uh, put some, get it with some respect on Joe Burrow's name. We really need to put some respect on Joe Burrow's name. All right, so the the, the Bengals haven't won a game, haven't won a playoff game, nearly in the nearly. Let's see, I've been alive 37 years. They had the last, they last won a playoff game when George Bush was president and not you. Like 31 that years, I believe. 31 years. I was six years old the last time the Bengals won a playoff game in 1990. That's changed. And why? Because of a man, a young man named Joe Burrow. Thoughts on this guy? Do we do we really need to put some respect on Joe Burrow's name? Go to the go to a cigar shop, buy a cigar in Joe Burrow's honor. <laughs> I I was telling uh, the same guy I was talking to at work today that Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase remind me of like a young. Well, I I say young, but Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. Just, you know, of course, they went to college together. They played in college together. So that's always a plus. But, I mean, Greg said it earlier, comeback player of the year. He has to be. There, there's no doubt in my mind he's got to be. Um, but, I mean, they look good, man. Even though Jamar Chase didn't have that great of a game, just the whole season, you know, they're all they're always on the same page. So. Just like Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams do. So, <clears throat> um, well, well, yeah, we'll get the you know playoff predictions or whatever in a little while. I'll talk about that then. Thank you. Okay, I mean, I, I, I would say you're absolutely like that pairing of Jamar Shanks and Joe Burrow is like. I mean, just think about the most perfect quarterback wide receiver duos that we have <clears throat> seen um in recent times and you know just I think going back historically breaking yeah. and break break and breaking wrong uh Aaron Rodgers and, and Devontae Adams. Uh I, uh I was I was even gonna go uh, back a little further. Big Bennett Big Ben Hines Ward. Well, I mean, um, I mean I just think go ahead. I was just going to say, I was going to go back a little further, but I didn't. I, I think that kind of be disrespectful because I was going to say, like, Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, but no, there was nobody that could touch them. So that's, that, that's, that's, yeah, well, that, that, that's another, let's go back that's even, another subject. Let's go back <laughs> even further. Let's go back even further in the way, into the way back machine. Uh, Warren Moon and Griff and, 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 and Sergeant uh, in Seattle. I mean, it was Houston. I can't. I may be off a little bit, um, but I mean that that parent, Jamar Chase, is a special kid. He's a special, very very special. Kid. They're going to be good um, for years, man. Years. Yes, barring injury. Yes, and, and, uh, you know that, barring injury. I I think that's going to be one of the top. Um, 
quarterback wide receiver pairings for a very long time. For a very long time. For a very long time. Um, any other thoughts? Oh, while we're here, while we're here, that's, you know, we, t- we touched about it. We touched on this <coughs> a few moments ago. But the officiating, like, like, that's really, really going. That's really because there was, as I was saying, there was in this Cincinnati Vegas game that um, had a call been made um, it it may have changed the outcome it may have changed the outcome it and that, very well could have like, very well could have changed the outcome and that was so it was the second I believe the second quarter the second quarter, Burrow um, was being pressured. He um, he ran was running closer to the sideline. He found Tyler Boyd, but as he was throwing the ball, there was an inadvertent whistle. There was an inadvert- inadvertent whistle, um, which if the refs were paying, if Jerome Boger and this ref, and, and, and that's and that's remember in playoffs, uh, referees. The officiating crews are not the same officiating crews. And all, they're like the all-star of, the, of all of the officials from the league. Um, so it's not, so, you know, that wasn't Jerome Boger's, uh, the same crew that he had, officiating crew that he had right. throughout the season, throughout the preseason and all of that. Right. You know, the, the playoffs, is, it's an, you know, it's basically, it's, it's essentially an all-star team uh, of officiating. Um the play should have been ruled dead and re, you know, and replayed because of that inadvertent whistle. The refs missed it. The, the, the play stood. Touchdown. Tyler Boyd, Cincinnati goes up. I say it, if that play was ruled differently, we may have a different outcome. We may have a different outcome to this game. I'm not saying that necess- I'm not necessarily saying that uh, Vegas would have won. But I do think had that play had that play been whistled dead, like really truly whistled dead, the outcome of the game could have been could have been, could have been a lot more different. Yep. It's I mean I don't know man, uh, and, and and I now if it was an inadvertent whistle. One of the linesmen, or you know, line judge, whoever. Why did they blow the whistle? Did Burrow no. stepped out of bounds? Did Burrow stepped out of bounds before he threw the ball. That's what some people are are saying right now. But why not just? And here's the thing: they went to replay on it. They went to replay. Why didn't New York? Why didn't New York say, "Hey"? Don't count that play. Exactly. Let's run it again. exactly. You went to the, you got on the headset. Well, actually, now, you got on the headset. They took out the Microsoft Surface. They're talking to the people in New York. They're talking to the, they're talking to, uh, the, the VP of officiating in New York, actually, Walt Anderson. Why, why didn't they, why didn't Jerome Bogart come out and say, you know what, that play, that, that play's dead. We're going to replay the down. Somebody done fucked up. Somebody gonna lose their job. I don't know who, but somebody's gonna lose their job. Yeah, and that goes back to 
that goes back to what I what I was what I said earlier. In the playoffs, it's the decision of the game. The life, the wins or losers should be what the players are doing and not a fuck up by the officiating group. That was a fuck up by the officiating group. A royal fuck up. And then they try to cover it up, which makes it even worse. You know, the crime is bad. But when you try to cover up, it makes it even worse. And that's what the NFL has on their hands right now. Mm-hmm. How, how you doing, Roger Goodell? So, like, yeah, well. absent absent that play, and even that the play that we're talking, the play in question that we're talking about, sensational play by Joe Burrow, sensational throw by Joe Burrow, and even better catch by Tyler Boyd. But it shouldn't count it. it shouldn't count it? <laughs> it shouldn't count it. Right along, let's move right along. Um, the Bills. Where was this Bills team in the regular season? Because they opened, they they opened an absolute can of whoop ass on Belichick and the, and the Patriots. Saturday. Good, good. <laughs> and that the final score was was forty seven to seventeen. Honestly, the Bills could have won by fifty. The Bills could have tacked on another twenty, another three touchdowns. They could have tacked on another three touchdowns. And I mean, it's crazy enough. So they had seven drives, seven, seven drives. Every drive ended. <laughs> every drive ended in the score. They did not punt higher game. They didn't even get. They didn't even get to a fourth drive. Converted every third down. Every third down they converted. Is, it was a, is, is, it was a clinic. Is, is the ship sailing on Bill Belichick? First year quarterback. I, I don't know necessarily of the ship sailing. It's just you know, first playoff game, not in Foxborough. <laughs> you know, I, I I just I mean I think Buffalo is going to win that game regardless. But I, I'm not going to say anything about Belichick. I mean, you know. Can't stand him, man. I, I don't. I, I can't stand him, but he's he's one hell of a coach, man. He is. He really is. No, I, I, I'm not. I, I'm definitely not saying that. I definitely not saying that. And like you say, could have been a confluence of reasons. You know, like you said. They're not in Foxborough. They're in Orchard Park, New York, which where it's a minus five wind chill. But that's something that not necessarily for Matt Jones because this is because this is you know his rookie season is the first time he's played in. <coughs> excuse me, first time he's played in those in, in, you know in that in those conditions in that type of atmosphere in that atmosphere, you know the uh, pressure cooker of a playoff game. But boy, Josh Allen, Jesus Christ, man, you didn't have to you didn't have to whoop up on them that bad. <laughs> Jeez. And, 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 you know the funny thing is, before the game started, remember when I was texting in the chat group, I think this I I I said I don't think any points are gonna get scored in this game. I think it's gonna it's gonna be two we all did. bills. Yeah, we all did. <laughs> it's gonna be two nothing bills in the game. Like the only school will be a safety. Yeah. 
I, the Bills, said, I was like, it's going to probably be like a 13-10 game, something like that. Boy, was I, he wrong. I, yeah, yeah, was he? I said, you know, at first, I'm like, okay, this is going to be a 9-6. This is going to be Jacksonville, Buffalo all over again. This is that Buffalo's going to win it. And then I was like, you know what? They're in Orchard Park. Ralph Wilson. Don't they not that score at all. They may not need any like they don't need a field goal. They and their kickers was gonna miss like three, four times. <laughs> yeah, we were wrong. We were terribly wrong. Mm-hmm. Terribly wrong. Um we're just moving moving right down the list of all the playoff games that happened. Right and we are at ding the final bell. As told on Ben Roethlisberger's career. Move it right along. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, me like I think like Greg was earlier. All right, yes, I, I, I'm a diehard Steelers fan, but I, I just I knew that we basically had no chance in that game last night. Would it have been cool if it would have been closer? Would it have been cool if you know, you know he would have thrown a touchdown on like the last drive. Sure. Would have, but we, we were just, you know, completely outmatched, you know, it, 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 it took more than a quarter, but you know, so uh, great career. Uh, first ballot hall of famer. Um, so it, I don't know. A lot of rumors are coming out right now, like today, that Ben might not be done with football. He might just be done with the Steelers, and I think that's completely false. I I don't see that happening anywhere. I don't see him going anywhere. He's done. You know, he just publicly hasn't stated I'm retired. So, but you know, hey, it is what it is. You know. Time to look for that next franchise QB, hopefully in a draft. And uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, I w- <clears throat> if you think, <laughs> if people are saying that Ben may, be, may not be done with football and may just be done with the Steelers. Yeah. Um, I, I, I invite you to watch that the, the entire season. And one, and one, one notable uh, thing that I want to say, one notable fact that I want to say that lets me know that whatever mobility he had is gone, whatever arm strength um, mm-hmm. that he has is fading, is fading quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, this season, Ben Roethlisberger averaged 6.3 yards in attempt. That number has it's got to be the lowest of his career. <laughs> it was the lowest of his career. And you yeah. know what? The, you know. Uh, 2020, his yards per attempt was the lowest of his career. 2019, it was the lowest of his career. It's been declining every year since 2019. It, it's time for him that, you know, it's yeah. time for him to, and I think Go he's home. starting to realize it. He knows. Yeah, he's starting he, to realize it. Yeah, he, he, he definitely knows. He just, I don't know if he's afraid to say it or, you know, he's ashamed. You know, he shouldn't be ashamed of it at all. Just 
you know, it's it's time to just hang them out. You know, you, you just they, you don't have it anymore. Father time is right. undefeated. Father time is undefeated. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, Ben, Ben, surefire first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, you know, what he did in Pittsburgh will be, uh, like, he's a legend. Man. He's a legend. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a legend. You know, he's a legend. People are not going to, you know, they're not going to take anything away from him. He delivered two Super Bowl rings. Um, his, le- his legacy in, in Pittsburgh is absolutely, is absolutely cemented. Um, one of the, one of the, you know, one of the top quarterbacks who ever played the game. Um, but it's, it's, it's time. It's time. Yep. And with that, um, also, Kansas City, yeah, you watch out. Because, like, Travis Kelsey throwing touchdown passes. <laughs> and I mean, that's going to be one hell of a game next week. Yes, it is. You know what? <clears throat> that should be, honestly, that should be the AFC Championship game. Again, a rematch of the AFC Championship, a repeat of the AFC Championship game from last year. That really should be the AFC Championship game. But it is what it is. I am, I will have my popcorn ready because it's going to be some works in Kansas City on Saturday. Yep. All right, and finally, last game, uh, well, well, the last game of the Saturday and Sunday wild card was the Philadelphia Eagles and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and and, uh, Brady did Brady's. Hurts is not a franchise quarterback. And yeah, that's it. That's all I need to say. You need any more time? I, I, was at work. I didn't hardly see any of that game whatsoever. So I, it, wasn't, I sp- it wasn't worth watching. Yeah, I I, I don't want to speak on something that I didn't see. So it, it, it wasn't worth watching. Even Aikman was like, "Damn, I wish the Cowboys Forty ers game." <laughs> <laughs> like, who wouldn't want to call that game? Right. He actually said live on the air. Who would wow. call? Like, I wish I wish we were calling that game. <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna move. Right, we're gonna move right along, and here it, it's game time. Not really a game time, but um, I'm gonna give you things. You know who these names are? Who you have to? You only get to choose, of course, because this is the MVP. You only get to choose one. Aaron Rodgers, Cooper Cup, Tom Brady. Jonathan Taylor, who is your favorite? Malik, you want to go ahead? Hello, hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're good. Hey. So you said Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, and who else? Okay, Tom Brady, Jonathan. You bring up. Yeah. Oh, okay. Is it better? Yeah. Okay. Say, say what you say. Say something. Okay. So, here are four names. 
Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. Tom Brady, Jonathan Taylor. And this is our like my goal or what? Like the guy? Who, yeah. Who do you think? Who's who's your pick for MVP? Who's your MVP? Out of those four names. Oh, I mean, Brady just. I guess. I mean, man, I want to say Brady, but I really hate his game. Like as a football player, I, but I respect it. Uh, I just don't like how unathletic and well, I, I hate that we use that term athletic for running fast, or whatever. But I just hate the just, I just hate that he can't. I just, I just don't like that. But Aaron Rodgers, man, Aaron, I will go with Andrew Aaron Rodgers. To be honest with you, I agree. Yeah, I, I got to say Aaron Rodgers too. Aaron Rodgers, man. Uh, I- I, I hate when we all agree, but I'm gonna have to agree. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I look at this stat. Even though he missed the game because he was an idiot and, and was unvaccinated and got COVID, and then lied and said he was vaccinated or saying he was immunized, whatever the fuck he said. Um, he has no interception in, in in like nine weeks. He only has four interceptions on the entire season. You know how many came came in one. Came in one game, three. The first of the season against uh, against the Saints. Wow, he's the four interceptions the entire season, and thirty-seven. To, uh, I think it was thirty-seven or forty touchdowns to four Damn. interceptions. Mm-mm-mm. And he played one less game than Tom Brady. And Brady had eleven. Brady had eleven. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 